Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. And here we are as this episode is released just a couple of days before summer 2021 ends. And I think you'll all agree we're ending this summer in a much more positive space than we was when we started it, that's for sure. Onwards and upwards, right? But anyway, back to this week's episode. Firstly, as ever, thank you to all our Patreon supporters without whom we wouldn't be able to produce this podcast. So, hats off guys, thank you very much. Today's guest is a crafter, Stevie Georgina. On Instagram, she goes by the name Stevie by the Sea. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you'll be aware that I'm all for the arts crossing over into craft and vice versa. Well, I've known Stevie for a little while now, thanks to this podcast. And we've had a few arty chats over on Zoom where Stevie has said that she wants to re-enter the art world, but she's made herself such a good name and amassed quite a following on Instagram and YouTube, focusing on her chosen craft, which is crochet, and she's concerned that her followers and supporters may not want to join her on that journey. So not only does Stevie inform us of her vulnerability about stepping from one world into the other, which I'm sure a lot of us can relate to, but she also tells us about her prior journey about how she became hooked on crochet, <laughs> hooked on crochet, about how she became hooked on crochet in the first place, which was something quite traumatising, the impact of which I've just ruined with um, laughing at myself about saying hooked on crochet. But it was quite a severe mental health episode that resulted in her having to be sectioned. But she's come through the other side now and pretty much using crochet as a vehicle for stability and going on to be quite a sought-after designer in that arena. Pretty cool how things come around, right? Now, obviously, because of Stevie's journey, we're going to be touching on the darker sides of mental health in this episode. So if that's a journey you've been on yourself in the past, 
This episode could inadvertently make you rediscover things that you've worked hard to try to push one side. So this episode may not be for you. On the flip side to that, Stevie is probably one of the most fun and bubbly characters you're ever likely to meet. So please, come and join me over Zoom as I speak to Stevie Georgina. As I said, it's being recorded. Yeah. Yeah, well, what have you been up to? Um, well, I think just gradually I've been doing more and more, like, I got started doing a lot of drawing and um, started a painting, like I said. Not not got much paint on it yet, but um, <laughs> it was funny because after I spoke to you, I ended up going through, like, I had loads of notebooks from, like, before I was unwell and stuff. Yeah. And I went through them and I was kind of like, oh, there's all this stuff that I kind of have forgotten about. And I can't, and some of it I, I haven't really been able to talk about. Yeah. Um, And I just, I, I don't know, it just gave me so many ideas for like a painting. And now mm. I've, I've got like loads of, well, my plan is to make loads, like make one big painting. Cause I've always kind of struggled with the idea of, oh, that's what I'm doing. And that's the end of it. I can't, yeah. I don't have many commitments to be honest. So I was yeah. like, while I'm, while I've got this time, I think uh, for a while I was kind of trying to do the crochet thing and make money off of it, and it was just stressing me out. Yeah. It was just, it was funny because my therapist just before I spoke to you said to me, he was like, I think you need to be really careful with what you do with this crochet <laughs> because he said if you're gonna, because I think for me it was like the thing that has really helped me not become psychotic again you know yeah. it stops me getting like to that manic point yeah. yeah um so I guess I've just like started doing it again as a hobby which it was in the first place yeah and thinking about maybe further ahead what I'd like to do and I, I don't think it's crochet because it's just I mean I was just getting stressed out with it to be honest yeah. like I think it's the people just constantly like messaging you being so rude like so rude yeah like people will say why is this pattern not up it's taken you ages to finish this pattern and i'm just like i can't even though it's like not all the time yeah it still is getting to the point where i'm going online and i wasn't enjoying it anymore like just because of you know like every time somebody would say something rude to me it would ruin my mood the entire day and i'd be like i can't i can't do this like you know it's all right without the pressure but I think I'm still in a place where I realize that I need to just do what I enjoy rather yeah. than constantly like check because to be honest we live because we live in Norfolk it's pretty cheap to live here so it's not like I desperately need to go out and get yeah. a job and a load of money because Chris is you know what Chris makes kind of covers everything yeah um so yeah I think I've just kind of gone back into doing something I enjoy and I feel like doing the painting or like and drawing it all out has brought me back into a place where I'm really like I'm so excited in the morning to go yeah. and work on it and yeah it feels good. Could you not bring the crochet into art? I think at some point I'd love to do that um I because think when can, I started. Because you've got a lot of followers haven't you on yeah. Instagram and yeah would I be correct in saying that the followers are from the crochet world? Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of them are. Um, 
it, that's I think that's something that has stayed in my mind because it's like I don't want to go too far away from what I'm doing but yeah it, it is a tricky one because I keep thinking about the whole Instagram thing there's like this little voice in the back of my head saying you better carry on because you know you don't want to lose all that because it, it was I guess a lot of work to get to that point as well but um I mean you were saying I'll, about having to put patterns up was that part of something where you was getting an income from it? Was you charging people for that? No, I literally was just putting them on YouTube and then hoping that eventually I got enough views and watch hours to put, like, to monetize it. But yeah. to be honest, it t I, I think even to monetize videos, like, it, it, it's not particularly, you know, yeah, it's not a very stable income. I know some people that say they've, they don't have like a huge channel but they make a bit of money and then other people save you know you get nothing from it so it's, it's, it's just I kind of feel like I've been working towards this thing and then I've kind of got a bit close and I'm like oh and also I was getting offered sponsorship but the sponsorships I was getting offered were like nothing to do with crochet it was like no. advertised bar of chocolate <laughs> and I was like I don't I don't it doesn't align with like what I want and believe in because I don't want to be an advert. I don't want to be a walking advert. And yeah, well, the other side, the other side of that, the chocolate people, for instance, don't give a monkeys who like because everyone eats chocolate. So from their side yeah. of it, they don't they don't care, do they? But for no. you, yeah, what's it got to do with you? Yeah, like, I, and it's it's funny because I could see how I could like say, "Here's me crocheting and eating some chocolate." <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't want to. I, I, I'd rather go without and not. I mean, I'm in a position where I'm lucky that you know I've got Chris. <laughs> He's my. But yeah, I just it's just a weird one. I think at the moment I just thought, okay, I'm just going to concentrate on doing what I want to do rather than feeling the pressure. But yeah, I think. I was actually gonna do some like sort of collaging with crochet, and then the more I looked, I looked online and like to, to see who was like doing that kind of stuff, and I just didn't really, I didn't feel like excited to see it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wasn't getting that sort of oh yeah, I really want to do that. Excuse me. Well, I would say that if you want to do the art thing. I think you should either still do some of the crochet as a yeah, yeah. maybe turn it around so that that's the hobby 70 30 or something yeah. to keep your Instagram followers because it, yeah. it takes such a long time to to get a hold of them and you know you can yeah. lose them so quickly you know yeah um, that's true yeah just try and find a way to incorporate them it's hard though because I feel like I've kind of got to a point where I I don't enjoy Instagram at the moment. Like it was just becoming like really stressful and even checking the comments and I just felt it was stressing me out. And yeah, it's hard because like I said, I have like worked quite hard to get to that point. And, but then it, it's so tricky because I, part of me has actually been thinking about, even though I said, when I last spoke, I was like, I'm never going to uni ever. But I thought maybe I, could go to uni and do something and like get a, a, a you know work towards a job like I, d I don't know I just feel kind of a weird um thing where I'm like oh I could do that I could do this oh I think what's happened is where you've been concentrating 
on the crochet for so long and, and working to build it up to a place. Now you've got bored with it because you've sort of put so much time into the crochet and put everything else in your life to one side. Now you've sort of, you know, you've put yourself on a little bit of island and now you've jumped off the island. You've got nowhere to sort of swim to, you know? Yeah, I think the other thing is I've, I think, I'd like to carry the crochet on in like the real world. So I don't mind, like I've been talking to Chris about maybe like volunteering where he works, like, and doing some lessons there. So I can kind of get the- well, art therapy sort of thing. Yeah, it'd be, it would be a good sort of thing to try out to see, oh, is that a direction I'd like to yeah, go in? Yeah. Um, because then, you know, it, it, I'm not particularly gonna be committed to something for, you know, for, loads of hours it's just yeah. trying it out so I've thought about that because I think I don't know the online world is just making me feel a bit like I feel like it was part of the reason I got unwell in the first place and I don't want to put myself in that position where it's it's stressing me out <laughs> yeah well as far as Instagram's concerned but I, I would say that if you came away from the craft side how many do you reckon you'd lose um, 4,000. Well, they probably wouldn't stop following you. They just wouldn't interact so much. Would you? Do you think that the would thing happen? Is, well, I think I've already kind of pulled myself away from people so much because I turned off all the comments. And once you do that, no, it don't show stuff to anyone. I mean, it's it, when I used to post stuff, it would get like thousands of likes. Now I've turned them off and turned the comments off. Like, it's 300. So it's kind of, I just, I think I was just sick of playing this. It felt like I was playing some sort of weird game where I couldn't get out of it, you know, like, oh, but I've got a comment on this. And I think that's, I think I'm one of these people that if I'm doing something, I go like all in and then I find it hard to balance it out. So yeah. I, I really think that this is a good way of like seeing if I can do that. Can I still keep that and still post, you know, the crochet stuff every now and then? And like then maybe include a bit more of my life because I think also some people have found me on YouTube and have come over from YouTube, and then they're not they they prefer the YouTube videos to the Instagram stuff. If that makes yeah, sense. then yeah, so, it's for courses, isn't it? So I think I really just need to get way better uh, putting time into different places rather than chucking everything into one thing. Yeah. So how much artwork have you done at the moment? Have you completed any? No, I, I think I'm going to be the slowest <laughs> person ever, just like I am with crochet. I've been like, so I drew out like a kind of the start of it on a bit of board. And then I've been like slowly going, it's almost like I'm doing a paint by numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to have that like childlike <laughs> to everything I do, keep me, keep me there. And then I've been like using like acrylic paint like marker thing yeah. to go over the lines that I'm like yeah who are that there and I'm just gradually building it up um and I think because I'm doing it so I yeah I where I am still doing crochet but not so much posting what I'm doing um I kind of go between them and it feels yeah it just feels a bit nicer than yeah. you know well you're than, saying you're looking at uh, you're saying you're contemplating or considering degree would you consider art therapy? Yeah, that's what I've been. I've been looking into it loads, like reading up how you get into it and all that kind of stuff. And 
the more I look at it, the more I feel like that's something I'd like to yeah. do. Yeah, I can, think that this, that can cover so many bases. Yeah, and it feels like that's what I, you know, when you can just see yourself doing something. Um, I just feel like that would, it's something I care about. There's loads of different thing ways I could work with people, um, especially when it comes to like I would find it really interesting going into maybe people that are experiencing psychosis because i i know what it's like to be there and i remember the only times in hospital when i was like when i have positive memories were with art therapists yeah like were with the people that were you know bringing something else to the table so i wasn't like stuck in this like scary you know of a universe in my yeah, head and yeah. when they'd come along and they'd say oh paint this leaf or something like that it was it it, it took me out of it yeah. for a, a short moment yeah wow so it's as if you was in in your own little room bouncing pretty much bouncing off the walls and then they open <laughs> a fucking window for you you know to give you yeah. you out it was i mean i can remember like we'd go in with about there'd be about two or three of us probably so they could keep it under control you know um because the, the like the part of the hospital i was in it was kind of like the, the real nutters <laughs> yeah you was one of the hardcore cranks it, yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and it was like a lot of you know nothing really made sense to anyone so yeah when i was when i was in there it's just i have such nice memories of the people that i was with and the staff and they those were the type i think my memories in the hospital were either like really bad like traumatic stuff that was uh, was really scary or it was in the art therapy room yeah or making like a bowl or something like that and yeah those moments were literally just like a break from the psychosis like for a tiny amount of time well what felt it, it was probably a fair amount of time like an hour or two just being able to do that was yeah, just really yeah, but then putting those steps into place that they sort of gave you, then that took you on to the crochet, which has pretty much kept you stable. Would that be correct? Yeah, I'd say so. All those things. It's funny because before I went into hospital, I did like loads of drawing and um, was pretty into art. But I think it sort of, it was hard because then where I was getting unwell, it was hard to see the point in which I was just being creative. And then there's like a bit where it tips over and becomes unwell. Yeah. So it's hard to, I think people were a bit scared about me getting back into that kind of stuff. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like when I came out, I think people were a bit like, oh, keep her away from what she was doing because it might push her back, you know, for <laughs> the edge again. Have you looked at at how people are using at least wool in art? Or just... A little bit. I sort of go through things on my phone and there's there's a few people where I think, wow, like it's amazing what they've done, where they will literally like take yarn and like crochet an entire painting. And that, it looks amazing, but I just don't think it's something that I feel yeah. that I'd love doing like I could just see it already I, the thing for me is when it comes to crochet I like making clothes 
like I like making clothing and designing that kind of stuff. Um, but then I also don't like I don't like all the stuff that comes with it. So it's it's just a weird a weird position to be in at the moment because I feel a bit I don't know I feel good about where I'm going, but it's weird to have thought oh this crochet thing's it for me and then being like hang on creating what what type of art is it that you're about to create or you'd like to create is it abstract is it figurative is it what I think for me it's I guess I'm not taking it that very seriously so I'm not thinking about it that much but I am so it's more like I always love writing and telling a story and I feel like that's what I'm doing when I sit down and like draw out these scenes. Like it's almost, I think for this, what I'm doing now, it has become making sense and remembering that period of time that felt like absolute chaos. And it's, it's actually helped me quite a lot with it. Because yeah. As much as I process a lot of it, there's bits where I'm like, oh, I, I completely forgot that. Yeah. And it, it almost is like, no wonder I got unwell. I'm finding all these little things that were happening along the way and I'm kind of just painting out things that maybe aren't obviously um like it's not obviously I don't want it to be obvious in the work necessarily and I don't want it to be like really dark it's kind of like really happy yeah but just reading and every time I don't know it's just I feel like I'm almost drawing people that I've I was around and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. So is it definitely the art that you want to go down? Um, I think at the moment I'm trying to just, but like when I get up, I just feel like I just do what I want to do because um, I've got the opportunity to, I guess. I think once it gets sort of a certain point, I am going to have to be like, right, okay, what, what do I actually want? Um, but at the moment, I think, I mean, I, I am loving doing the art stuff at the moment. Like, I'm, I love drawing now, it all it, out. And... Is it coming across to you as a bit of art therapy yourself? Or is it more the basis of teaching yourself the foundations of art therapy? So are you using that's, yourself... That's, an, that's a good question. Are you using the art to help your mind or help you to help other people's minds? I'd say at the moment, now you've said that, that's not a good question, that uh, it's more for me and I'm trying to figure out. That's not a bad thing, is it? No, I mean, it's great because I think that I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, okay, am I okay with how I am now? Yeah. And am I okay with all this? And, and you know, because I, I don't want to go to do something and then be like hang on I've got all this stuff in my head that I still am scared of I feel like I need to just you know figure it out um and it, and it feels like I am when I'm doing it because there's certain parts where I, I was like oh I don't want to talk about that it's embarrassing where I'm now like oh no that's fine so yeah I think I'd say at the moment it's more this whole thing ha is for me to I don't know, get to get on to the next step of my life, I guess. But I just feel like I need to do this first. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. Well, seeing as this is recording, 
Why don't we just turn it into an art podcast? You fancy it? Yeah. So I've got seven questions that I ask each artist. <laughs> How would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? I'd say that it is. I think telling a story that is maybe uncomfortable and making sense of that, if that makes any sense. <laughs> and is that in your art or your crochet? That's in my art, yeah. Now, as we've just been speaking, would you want to keep that bit in that we've just spoke about anyway? Yeah, I don't mind. I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy to keep anything in, yeah. Right, well, we've just been speaking about using your art as therapy. Yeah. Possibly going into art therapy. And you've also quite a big name online in the crochet world. Yeah. A lot of, lot of followers. And we were speaking just now about bringing crochet into art. Something that you're not sure whether you want to do however that's the main bulk of your followers yeah and then you just mentioned something to me about you like reading writing could you use crochet as text people like robert montgomery tracy emin mark titchener all, all well known for their text and just thinking how you can keep all of your followers and bring them with you into your art world yeah I think speaking to you now, that seems like the, almost the perfect way to go forward with everything. I think at times I've, I've been scared because of I've always put myself in a box when it comes to crochet of I make clothing. Here's how I do it. And now I kind of want to branch out. I think it, part of me is scared, you know, to to bring that in and I'm like can I do it even though when I first like started making clothing I didn't think I'd be able to do it yeah so it's making that step and I think that would be like an exciting thing to try out and bring I mean Instagram it. you're down as a designer and you know the sort of art you want to create and you already design crochet knitwear it feels to me bearing in mind I'm not sort of trying to you know tell you what to do or influence you or push you in any direction because you know you're doing it for you but it feels to me that you should that it would be a good idea rather to combine the two worlds that's why I thought of text as soon as you said about writing yeah and I yeah, have no I, idea about crochet whatsoever whether it's even feasible or possible or what have you you could definitely do something with it like now you're mentioning it yeah there's things I could do think it's about getting that confidence I spoke to you before there's always like this little part of me that's like it's going to turn out badly don't bother um although I, do, I would say I do push through it because otherwise like I'd get nothing done if I, if I listen to that part of me all the time but the, the difference being if it's a, just a, a line of text that is poetic enough or profound enough or you know whatever that line of text is if it can appeal to a majority of your already followers and appeal to a majority of the arty people that you want to include and sort of step into their world a little bit. If you can find a bit of that middle ground, you're going to be pleasing to lots of people. Yeah. There's going to be something quite fresh coming into the art world of 
crafts can easily, you know, get thrown into the art world. I don't see much of a, a barrier between the two myself anyway. I think it would be nice as well, because there's, there's that thing of like craft being a bit naff. Do you know what I mean? Like people can be a bit like, oh, it's, it's just a bit of craft. Just... Yeah, I don't go so... with that personally, but... I know that's what I love about like you know whenever I listen to you never never think that and no. that's uh, I think something that has has actually helped me to be like hang on and ever since you've said that now I've got I actually have an idea there you go. of what I'm Boom. doing of how to put that text in <laughs> remember I was talking to you before about um how I went to a crochet retreat and Chris came with me <laughs> and like yeah. learn a little bit of crochet yeah we actually crocheted these like name badges when we were there brilliant and to be honest I wasn't pleased with how mine turned out but I would love to try it again you know with my own materials and I can think I can even like see the yarn I'd use now and imagine how it'll look yeah so I've 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 done it before I just now need to go back on it and figure out how I can make it me I think I mean if Lucy Sparrow can do it with felt you can do it with fucking crochet you know and I think, like, I, this is what's so great about talking to you. I mean, now I'm actually like, oh, my God, I can do this. And it's exciting. I, I think, like, I, I can kind of see in my head now this idea of adding it ar almost around it. And I, like I said, I don't know how big it's going to be. And I could go huge with it. So it would be interesting to build on it as I go almost. You know what I mean? As, as like, a starting point, I think I, li I like that idea of, of even putting the two together and seeing what happens because yeah. it, it, this is kind of an experiment right now and that's what's so good about it like I don't it, I think in the past I think oh I need this like final idea and I have to have that done but now I'm like no 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 I can go along like I can just add or take away as I as I go and that's what's making me excited I think to do brilliant it. I know that me and you have already spoke about this but when was your first interest in art I, I just always remember like being into it. I think my, I mean, my mum always drew. She was always drawing. I could always remember when um, the Spice Girls yeah. were like around, and she drew like the Spice Girls for us, like uh, <laughs> the like Viva Forever video. I was always into it. Like, yeah, like, I just don't remember not doing it. And then I would say that GCSE art ruined art for me. Oh, really? Yeah, the teacher I had, like, there was two art teachers and one I absolutely loved and he was amazing. And if I'd have been in his class, I I think I'd have been happy. Yeah. But uh, the teacher I had just, she just criticised everything I did. I mean, it probably was a bit inappropriate, some of the stuff I was wanted to do. <laughs> like, um, I remember, like, there was this piece that I wanted to do about prostitution and I'm looking now and thinking maybe she was like okay you're you're 15 don't bring that into the classroom but I was like yeah. it's a good idea like this, I, I was interested in it and I'd like yeah. done research and yeah wanted to do this like final piece on that and yeah she weren't having none of it and she was like really and I think it wasn't even that she was not like kindly said maybe don't do this this isn't the place she was just like really dismissive, like there's something wrong with you. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what put me off briefly. So you're well known in as a designer um, online. You've told me already, but could you tell us again how you got into crochet and the path that took you there? 
yeah so I came out of hospital in 2017 after I'd been in sections with psychosis and I was kind of just walking around the town I used to live in which was where in Hertfordshire and a new yarn shop had opened up and I kind of walked in there got to know the owner I think it was kind of like the first time I'd gone out and spoken to someone like <laughs> and the best part of it is she didn't know anything about what happened yeah, to me yeah so it kind of gave me that break from like oh everyone knew me in the town as like the girl who had gone mad and that was literally how I was seen but when I went in there it was kind of like oh she doesn't know me then she mentioned crochet lessons and I, I, I don't even know what made me think oh yeah I'll do that because I, I hadn't, didn't really know that much about crochet but I spoke to my partner Chris about it and he was like oh well it's your birthday let's let's get these lessons for your birthday so desperate for me to do something that would take me away from like how depressed I was at that yeah, point yeah I, I remember being really like freaked out when I was in the room and I was on like all this medication like was really shaky so everyone was like don't be nervous <laughs> and I was thinking I'm not nervous I'm just like very medicated but I, I, I couldn't say anything so I just spent like it was like a two and a half hour course over the space of like six weeks I think and I was honestly the worst in the well there was one woman that was a bit worse than me <laughs> and it was me and we were like just seen as like not very good by the others the others were like picking it up and we were like oh. but luckily the teacher was great and she was really patient yeah. and just like guided me through and gave me the confidence I think to carry on with it and I start for about a year I was just doing like really basic stitches and every time I spoke about it to someone they'd be like is that all you can do you know like anyone that could do it and I was like um, yeah I, th I thought I was good excellent <laughs> but yeah and yeah that's how I got into it just little lessons <laughs> when I went online and spoke to people about crochet it gave me like the confidence to talk about myself but also gave me something that I if if I felt like it was too much like thinking about like the mental illness stuff that I'd been dealing with yeah. it felt like I could go back to that crochet and be like right let's just focus on that I don't need to think about you know and that. how much do you think that crochet designing has helped your mental health I, I honestly don't like to think where I'd be without it. it it was the thing that I became obsessed with and it was like a healthy obsession for the first time. I mean, I used to really struggle with like drinking and I think I'd have continued because now if I feel like, oh, I want to go and, you know, drink or do something that's not going to be good for me, um, I just, you know, I can go and pick up a crochet project and it just takes me out of that. Which piece that you've created has got the strongest emotional connection? Um, I, I think there is one piece of clothing that I made that I feel like when I look at it, it, it just makes me think of like everything that I've been through in the last sort of, in the last sort of few years, because I look at it and I, I remember when I first started it, I did it all wrong. I made all the squares the wrong size. I, I did all the wrong stitches I moaned about it the entire time I was doing it I was like this is boring and I'm like how did I get through it but yeah. I got I think I look at that and I think I got through that 
and I moaned and I found it hard at times, but there was something keeping me going. And uh, yeah, I guess when I look at that cardigan, I just think, yeah, the biggest, the bigger hill you climb, the more accomplishment it is to reach the top, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Brilliant. <laughs> what do you do to relax? <laughs> um, I think that I also started doing gardening, which definitely helps me relax a little bit as well. Because it's like I think sometimes I've got I'm somebody that's got loads of energy anyway, so I need something. <laughs> and and I love gardening like it really I think that inspires what I'm doing as well like the colour and yeah so crochet and gardening are the two the two things so do you reckon there's a little um a little bit of ADHD in there somewhere as well yeah maybe like I, <laughs> I definitely take your pick <laughs> <laughs> right Stevie if there was you and five other artists past and present what would your ideal group show be um, I've been like looking at a lot of Brian Charlie's work. Yeah. And I think that's somebody where I, I just find it like sort of, it's really sad how, you know, like the painting he did didn't almost save him in the end. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I still, I love looking at it. And I think I see. I, I whenever I look at his work, I think of things that I've experienced by that. Um, so that's somebody, an artist that I absolutely love. His um, unskilled worker. On the, the, She's brilliant, uh, isn't she? I absolutely love her. I think it's just like I'm actually getting goosebumps just thinking about that work right now. It's it's amazing, and that that's so yeah, just love it. Um, She's so cool as well. Yeah, I, I've listened to that episode that you did with her so many times. Like, I'm absolutely obsessed with her work. Um, I love Grayson Perry. Love Grayson Perry. Um, I feel like it, it, it changes over time, though. Of course, it, it will change if I ask you tomorrow. I've got one more. Um, Henry Darga or Darja. I don't know how people say his name differently. Um, I find his work really interesting. What do you like about it? it takes you to another world it is just so like i think people focus on like the really violent ones i, I love the color that i just I, and i love that it was just done for him yeah that's what like I, I think is so amazing i think that it's just it was just done for him and yeah that's somebody else when i look at his work i just feel like oh my nice that's no that's cool you are the only ex-psychotic crochet queen that I've met. <laughs> <laughs> what a title. Like. At, the, at the moment, you're, that's your crown. <laughs> Little crocheted crown. <laughs> I should make one. <laughs> but I think that that's a crown that you should, you should own and wear. You, yeah. you can't leave your story behind going into the art world. And that's the thing, isn't it? I, it is. I need to keep it. That I, I and, and and that's and when I am doing what I'm doing now, that doesn't leave like that's constantly there. It's Especially you. That, it's you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You can't try and sell something that isn't you. You can't. It's, it's pointless trying to make a new you. You've spent your fucking life yeah. making the one you've got. Yeah, that's so true. And 
yeah, I, I think it's exciting to think. I mean, this is what's so great about talking to you. It's always like, I come out like, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's, that's the I thing think... to do. Why not use the tools you've got? Because I think uh, as well, I've been, uh, for a while, I've been sitting back and thinking, is this right? And uh, the fact that there's that little bit in the back of my head asking that question, I think I need to listen to, you know, and be like, how can I bring this in because yeah like now we're talking I, I can't leave that out i can't not well, the thing is now you're if you're making new ground or treading on new ground you can't do anything wrong because there's nothing to fucking lean it up against to say it's right or wrong i think that's the great part of it like yeah. i mean in the, the the followers that you've got th there are going to be many who are going to go well i don't like what she's doing here because um crochet should be a craft you know she's taking it out of our world there are going to be people like that but but that's in whatever world you're in because you know if, yeah. if people are, are so strongly into one subject they don't want it to be oozing into someone else's world you know they want to to keep it where they think it should be but yeah you got to spread the fucking tentacles of this thing that you're that you're so good at yeah i definitely need to i think as well i worry that I don't know. There's like that part of me that I, I think it is like because craft can be seen as a bit of a like, oh, it's rubbish. That I'm worried that if I add these bits to it. Yeah, but how many of the 14,000 followers you've got think that? Yeah, they, 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 they I mean, they, they I think they'd be loving it. They'd, exactly. they'd want to see it. They'd be so happy to see that, like, um, you know, you, someone was. Sorry, what you will be doing, the ones that in the art world who have got that bit of a fucking snobby attitude when you're giving them something that they like they're going to go well hold on a minute how can i keep saying crochet shit when i like so and so you know how can i think fuzzy felt is shit when when lucy sparrow is just fucking sold out a, a show every day for for three or four weeks in the west end you know yeah yeah, I just you can't knock I, I it. Just need to go for it. Yeah, you can't, and you know it, it is a skill, isn't it? It's 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 something that I I I am proud that I can do it. You know, I like I and when people have said to me, "Oh, what I I'm always like, okay, whatever, like you, know, you can say what yeah. you want, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the juxtapositions of the stereotypical um, tweeness that people see of crochet, I think that is also the strong point. You could say, yeah, yeah this is twee, but look what I, I can agree. do with I it. Love... You know, put yeah. it on a bit of fucking rusty corrugated iron, for instance, you know, it's this fucking gnarly industrial stuff with a bit of what some people might think of, you know, what your granny would do on a Sunday yeah. afternoon. All of a sudden you're going, yeah, well, it ain't I love it. It's a bit punk. Yeah, I mean, I love that. I think that, and that's what makes me so happy when I make things because I always think that I, I when I am painting these things and coming up with these pictures and thinking of all the stories and the things that have happened in my life, I feel like it's, I like making them look all lovely and pretty. And I've always liked, you know, like even how I dress, I, I it's all very like, oh, lovely, happy, beautiful. And then, if you really listen to the story, I mean, it, it's intense, you know, yeah. it's, there's some really bad bits, but I, I don't, I think like having them almost hidden 
is what I love doing, like hiding that stuff amongst it. Like, so people aren't really going to know. They'll just think, oh, look at that. Very nice. And it's, it's only yeah. ones that, that are interested. have got that bit of, you know, creative mind to take that step forward and go, fucking hell, this ain't just crochet. This is a bit punk, you know? Yeah. And that's what I would love to do, you know, just make, even if it's just a few people that stop and think, wow, this is like, what is this? What, what did this come from? And then it, it would make me happy to, you know, share a little bit of it. I don't think I'd have to go the whole way in, but like, you know, let people know what is behind that. Yeah. And yeah. That, uh, and also I think it brings people that would never look, look at that kind of stuff. Like when I see some of the people that follow me, I get a lot of people say, oh, I, I never knew what psychosis was, or I had like an idea of what someone would be like. And, and I love that, that people might make an assumption and then they're like, oh, hang on, like not everyone is the same. And yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of people would think that crochet and working with wool would be the ideal thing to um, help with psychosis because soft textures, beautiful colours, it's just oozing joy and pleasure, isn't it, you know? Oh, wait, you've got a sharp object as well, which you could possibly <laughs> do with a... <laughs> There's a, a definite process. If you don't follow that process, it doesn't fucking work, you know? Yeah. And if you throw that into a world where it's a bit chaotic, then, yeah, only, only good can come out of that, can't it? Yeah. I'll, or I'm really you'll end up getting fucking sectioned again. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant um what would you do if you wasn't a designer um like i've said before i think i'd love to go down the art therapy route you know i'd love to that's that's where i want to be i think actually i think no matter what happens that's where i'd like to go that's where I can see myself in the future, I think. Um, if you go down the line of being an art therapist, you will have visual proof behind you that it works. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. I think I think that's what I would really... When I think about, you know, the, the main thing that has got me through, that's been it. You know, it's been, it's been painting, drawing, crochet. All these things are, are, are... And without those, I would never have been able to talk to a therapist because I wouldn't have been in like you know I wouldn't have had something to turn to yeah when things were tough so yeah I I, I believe in it so much as well that's why I want to do it just because I really believe in it well this is the the first podcast that I've done with someone who's not yet an artist or or at <laughs> least doesn't see themselves yeah yeah, yeah so that's that's quite exciting on its own someone who's no, about to step into the art world yeah, and, I, and you know, I, I really have to thank you because without the conversations we've had, I feel like I'd still be sort of tiptoeing around and being like, oh. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's lovely. I'll send you the bill at the end of this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there is an hourly rate. The clock has been ticking. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right, well, Stevie, that's all my questions asked. Yeah, that's all right. I've loved it. I'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye, darling. Bye-bye. There we are. Stevie Georgina. Stevie by the sea. And isn't the power of creativity an absolutely beautiful thing? 
and I'm sure you'll all join me in wishing Stevie all the best in her new journey of creativity. It's quite reminiscent of Ben Wakelin's story from episode 126 if you haven't already heard it. And I think I should mention that if anything Stevie has spoken of has affected you negatively in any way, there's plenty of great people and organisations out there who are experts in just listening. And if searching for them is a little overwhelming, just drop us a line here at Ministry of Arts because we've got several friends who work for and with many of those organisations. Well, that's about it for this week. If I remember rightly, next week's episode should be architect Madeleine Kessler, who created the British Pavilion at this year's Venice Biennale. Pretty cool, right? But until then, toodle pip. Well, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. If you're unable to support us on Patreon, leaving a review on whichever platform you listen to this podcast really does help us get noticed and anyone else looking for an art podcast. Or even giving us a positive shout out on your social media. Anything is appreciated. But either way, thanks for listening. And until next week, ta-da. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.